there could have been some moments when I just, I would have never left that hospital. Is the time to freeze funding to the WHO during a pandemic? No, maybe not. I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to do it, but we're going to look at it. Well, I found out that I'm not a, not, not a very good teacher, but I'm doing my best. Even Major League Baseball All-Stars are all about that stay-at-home life right now. Welcome to our ABC 10 News Coronavirus Impact Podcast. I'm Ben Higgins, and we're looking at the different ways the ongoing pandemic is having an effect on our community. In just a few moments, I'll be talking to former San Diego Padres first baseman Adrian Gonzalez, who's trying to juggle two kids, a working wife, and a chain of local sandwich shops, all while sticking it out at home during the pandemic. First, though, a look at some of the top coronavirus headlines for Wednesday, April 8th. County leaders reported 76 more local cases of COVID-19. That brings our total to 1,530. The county estimates about 250 San Diegans have recovered. The county also reported five more deaths, bringing our local total to 36. Despite the growing numbers, county leaders say there are some early signs of possible progress here in San Diego. But they don't want people to ease up. They say what we're doing with the stay-at-home order and social distancing is working, and we need to keep it up. In fact, County Supervisor Nathan Fletcher says he never expects anything resembling an all-clear order for San Diego. When that point in the future arrives, uh, it, it will be a gradual undoing. As we moved into this, dealing with this episode, uh, we did kind of turn a dial. We just turned it very rapidly. Uh, we did a whole series of steps, sometimes many steps in a day, sometimes many steps over many consecutive days. Uh, and I think that everyone should be prepared at when that future point comes. Uh, it will be a much more gradual process out. Fletcher says it's much too early to speculate when the rolling back of restrictions may begin. For one local politician, the fight against the novel coronavirus is a personal one. Chula Vista City Councilman Steve Padilla spent weeks in the ICU after contracting COVID-19. He's finally home, but he tells 10 News that his recovery was by no means a sure thing. Apparently, there were a couple times when I seized up and I had some seizures and I had some other things going on that were very touch and go. And so, you know, um, there could have been some moments when I just, I would have never left that hospital. Padilla shared with us how he's feeling now and the toll the virus took on him. I am feeling lucky, blessed, physically. Uh, so emotionally, I'm feeling a little drained. It's been a very emotional journey for me, personally. Physically, I'm feeling better, getting stronger every day. Uh, when I first uh, came out of the hospital, I could barely walk. Uh, it's like kind of learning to, to walk again, because when, you are, when you're intubated or on a ventilator for a period of time, you don't use muscles you normally use, and they waste away. But he accredits the medical staff at UCSD Thornton Hospital for saving his life and wants others to learn from his experience and understand that this virus is serious. Help could be on the way for essential workers struggling to find child care. 10 News reporter Jennifer De La Cruz is looking into a new proposal that would allow them to focus on their jobs with the peace of mind that their kids are safe. Many essential workers in the era of coronavirus are faced with a parenting dilemma. Their skills and services are desperately needed, but many are struggling to find and pay for childcare. I have to stay home and I'm forced to use my PTO, which is very minimal at this point. 
Um, and when that runs out, we have no other options. Our children are forced to be home from school right now, and um, our jobs are forcing us to be at work right now. So something's got to give. Uh, I've been paying my niece, who is 17 years old, to watch my kids about $100 a week. But help could be on the way. Local organizations came together to create the San Diego Emergency Child Care Task Force. Their proposal is hoping to secure vouchers for parents to choose which child care they want at no cost. We are asking for an investment of $5 million in immediate county emergency funding to provide child care for 3,000 frontline workers for one month. It comes shortly after the governor signs an executive order to expand access to child care for essential workers. The local proposal would apply to all essential workers, including health care, first responders, and grocery store employees. For those people, help can't come soon enough. We are frustrated. We are nervous about our financial situation. It's extremely stressful to go to work and focus on taking care of others when you are limited on taking care of your own family. The proposal has already been sent to the county and to the governor's office. If you feel like you're having more intense dreams lately, you're not alone. Psychologists say the pandemic and quarantine are triggering more vivid dreams for almost all of us. Some are about coronavirus and others are just plain weird. Doctors say it's a reflection of changes in our daily routines. They say it's also a sign that our brains are trying to process new information. The good news, it could mean that you're getting more sleep while cooped up at home. And joining me today is former Padre five-time All-Star Adrian Gonzalez, who is handling this like a lot of us. You know, small business owner here in San Diego. He's got a family uh, in quarantine. Adrian, it's uh, good to talk to you. How you doing, man? Uh, it's good to talk to you as well. Um, I'm, you know, doing the uh, best we can. And, uh, you know, I think uh, this has us all kind of trying to figure it out, trying to trying to get ourselves uh, you know, in, in the routine that works. And, uh, but, you know, so far we're doing our best and, uh, you know, God bless. We we're here, we're safe, we're, we're healthy and, uh, and we're together. Now I understand uh, you've kind of been on lockdown even longer than most of us here in San Diego. Your wife was uh, in Northern Italy, which was one of the hot spots uh, on business with her, with her shoe line came back, uh, what, almost three weeks ago. And you guys have kind of been in quarantine ever since. So you've been dealing this with this longer than most of us. Yeah, she was uh, she was out there for uh, just before Milan Fashion Week um, when the first few cases started to pop up, and uh, we kept talking and conversating um, about her coming back or not uh, as as things started to happen there. Uh, she had a bunch of meetings. Her her shoe line Mia Bicar um, manufactures in Italy. They have a lot of consultants and a lot of people in the fashion industry that they work with. And so um, she had to stay there for a little bit longer, but she did end up switching her flight. Uh, to make sure she was able to be able to be to come back home, and then you know she came back, and and we we kind of played with the idea of quarantine before anything happened, and then uh, here uh, they started you know calling it a state of emergency, which is what we're in, and at that point that's uh, when we decided to quarantine. Now you're also dealing with this as a local small business owner. Um, you own some of the Jersey Mike's franchises here in San Diego, one of the businesses that's staying open uh, during the coronavirus pandemic, but obviously major changes in operations, uh, dealing with, you know, employees, everything like that. What's that been like for you? Yeah, that's been something that, uh, you know, it's, it's changing every day. Uh, I think the last few days has been a little more stable as far as, uh, you know, the changes that, that have been, have been uh, happening. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where 
uh, we've, we've changed around the hours a little bit. Um, you know, obviously everything is through uh, very little takeout, but, you know, takeout's still available, but third-party deliveries is, is where, uh, you know, most of the business is coming in from, and, and that's good. That means people are staying home. So, um, you know, that's, uh, it is one of the businesses that, that you know, right now uh, is essential business. And so we are open and uh, all, all the employees have to take the precautions and um, Jersey Mike's has done a great job of kind of keeping us informed, keeping us uh, updated and uh, everything that comes up, uh, you know, we're, we're all on it right away. So um, overall, you know, it's, it's, it's been a struggle. It's been tough, but uh, we've been able to maintain and stay open and, and stay, stay, stay in business. And like so many of us, you're not only dealing with business, but you've got a couple of school-age kids at home as well, uh, when everyone, like myself, trying to deal with education. How's that been going? Well, I found out that I'm not a, not, not a very good teacher, uh, <laughs> but I'm doing my best. And uh, you know, I do have an eight, eight, eight and a six-year-old, so second grader, kindergartner. And um, you know, it's, it's tough. Right now, we, we got this week of spring break, so you know, a little bit of a break, but, uh, we had three weeks of homeschooling and, uh, you know, it was, uh, first week was a little bit easier than the next two weeks. Uh, you know, but, um, the girls are ready to go back to school. Obviously it's not going to happen anytime soon. Um, but, um, you know, just respect for all the teachers out there for sure. At the same time, we're all trying to figure out how to at least try to stay in shape. It's a lot, seems like a lot harder. Most of us can't go to gyms. You're a former professional athlete. I see you've been doing some, some Instagram workouts. How's that going for you in, in trying to stay fit during this pandemic yeah so i'm you know i'm 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 a person that has always been motivated to work out and stay in shape and, and try to do my best to uh to to keep myself from you know gaining too much weight uh based on the you know the bad habits that uh that i have that i eat a lot and so um for me it's it's something that i, I thought it would be good to create some workouts uh with no equipment so anybody can do them at home uh, whether it's in their bedroom, living room, you know, wherever it is in their house that they have that space where they can do burpees, jumping jacks, sit-ups, uh, push-ups, you know, planks, whatever it is that uh, we can do with our own body weight. And uh, so we did that for a week. Uh, it is in, on my Instagram in the highlights. It's, it's under day five. Um, but uh, it's, it's, it, that, was, that was a fun week to just kind of do no weight workout. And then, um, but I'm still kind of, you know, back into my normal routine of, of, you know, weightlifting five to six days a week and uh, staying, uh, staying as active as possible. Then there's the challenge of uh, trying to stay connected with friends and your community while still maintaining social business, uh, distance. Tell me about Virtual Taco Tuesday. Yeah, that was fun yesterday. Uh, yesterday we had uh, Virtual Taco Tuesday. It was National Beer Day. I'm a partner in a beer company called Calidad Beer. And um, really good friends with some some uh, guys that uh, started Tacos 1986 here in town, and uh, we just decided National Beer Day Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. Let's get some friends, and uh, so I was able to get a, a few friends, all, all all friends from San Diego, uh, Jorge uh, who came out from Tijuana actually, and then Mario Lopez and Frankie Delgado, both uh, Chula Vista Chula Vista guys that uh, grew up, and uh, we all had the same background. And uh, just uh, just really, really, really had a good time, and it was it was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. So you, you must be following what's been going on with Major League Baseball. Um, you know, to have spring training just just cut short like it was, 
and now to be kind of in limbo, waiting to find out what's going to happen. I uh, saw that proposal floated the other day about maybe trying to get the, all the teams together in Arizona and seeing if a season could work that way. What has been your impressions of, of everything that you're you're hearing coming out of the league right now? Yeah, there's a lot of different things. Uh, you know, a lot of different scenarios and, and thoughts being thrown around. I think um, I think it'd be hard to keep it to just Arizona. Um, you know, obviously you got 30 teams. There's only about maybe 15 stadiums uh, or less than that in Arizona that you can uh, have games in. Um, yeah, Phoenix is a drive away, or you can have a quick flight, keep everybody isolated. To you know, you have San Diego, you have LA, you have um, even Dallas, or you know, there's a or Denver. There's a few places where you can just kind of fly, play the game, and fly back if you need to. Um, so uh, keeping it to Phoenix might be the best for isolation but I don't think it can support all the teams because you don't have that many clubhouses you don't have that many places where people you know could could uh could essentially be um one thing I, I do think that is, is is something that they should consider is DH for this if it is a shortened season DH across the board um because that'll allow the pitchers to finish their innings or being able to go to the extra inning because everybody's gonna be an innings limit so um that's one thing I think they, they, they could consider but Hopefully they will be able to get it in some way, or another, um, at least half a season, whatever it is, just to just just to get get, get that season un, 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 under, you know, and get get it done with, and uh, and have that that um, experience for the rookies and everybody. But you know, the more the longer the longer this pandemic uh, keeps us inside, the harder it'll be to to to, to accomplish. And of course, uh, you were a former high school star at Eastlake High, a Titan. Um, can you imagine what it would have been like if your senior baseball season just just got canceled up all like this? I mean, my my heart keeps going out to to kids like that who are going into their senior years right now, and this was going to be the fun time leading up to graduation. That seems like one of the tough tough ones to me. Yeah, of course. I mean, I've I've had this conversation with a lot of friends and how tough it'll be to you know, yeah, their baseball season, their their senior year. I think that's very important, but not being able to graduate, not not having you know, their senior prom and things that people always remember and talk about, you know, I think that's, that's going to be a really hard thing for all the high schoolers out there that are seniors, just uh, from a mental and, and just the emotional uh, perspective, not having that, that experience. Um, but yeah, I mean, on the baseball side, I, I can, I cannot imagine. I mean, you know, most of my stock was created my senior year of high school. So if I would have never played that senior year, i if I would have been drafted, I probably would have been drafted at the bottom part of the draft or, 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 or you know, definitely um, not where I was drafted. So um, I can definitely see uh, how it has affected so many kids. And, and obviously a, a 16, 17, 18-year-old kid uh, emotionally and, and uh, mentally can be a lot, a lot uh, harder on them. Well, I, I would definitely, I definitely have to pass along a shout out. My my colleague Marie Coronel, another East Lake Titan, went with you, wanted to say hello. So I'll pass that along for you. I uh, wish you best of luck, your family, businesses, everything that's going on. It was uh, it was great talking to you. Thank you so much. Thank you, and please say hello to Marie for me, and uh, and thank you for having me on. Finally, it's my goal to wrap up our podcast with a little good news, even if it may seem hard to come by at times. Now, this is a sound that should make you feel good. That was recorded on a downtown San Diego balcony. Cheers and applause for all of San Diego's healthcare workers. It happens every night at 8 p.m. like clockwork. Videos of people showing appreciation for essential workers are flooding social media. 
And it's also a good reminder that even though we may feel cut off and isolated during the pandemic, we're not alone. 10 News is tracking the number of coronavirus cases in San Diego County. Just go to 10news.com and click on our local COVID tracker. There you can find the breakdown of local cases by age and gender. You can also see the geographic location using our interactive map. We also have a list of resources, including how you can help those in need of supplies and how to identify coronavirus symptoms. Just go to 10news.com or download our free 10 News mobile app. That's all for today. I'm Ben Higgins. And remember, we're all in this together. Thank you.